0: Hi, I'm Brooke. I'm at Adveneer Living as the National Leasing Director. I'm located in Denver and our home office is in South Florida.
1: Welcome. And just, just tell us a little bit about Advenir. Um, How how many markets are you in? Are you third-party management, owner-operator?
0: Absolutely. So we've got about 40 properties. Uh, we're in eight states and we're growing in our Southeast region. Um, down in Florida, the Carolinas, and uh, our Georgia region as well. Um, I've been in the marketing team, and it's been an incredible experience to be included in that marketing team over the past seven years. Uh, they mean the world to me. So, I started in my sales journey in Chicago in 2008 out of college, and it was a super challenging job market. I was cold calling, selling internet services, and I quickly developed a strong dislike for the word sales in this role.
1: Okay. I think most people dislike that word.
0: Yeah. I, yeah, It just, it made me uh, have a feeling in my stomach. Um, so then I found myself leasing departments in Minneapolis.
1: Okay. Actually, is it up uh, for a second? So, so you guys have 40 communities. Yes. And, and how many units is that? We've got about, around
0: 13,000, 14,000 units.
1: Okay. So you're not, you're not small. You're not on the top 50, but you're not, you're not a small shop.
0: We are not. No, okay. we are growing.
1: And so when you said personally that the word sales kind of, you know, had a bad taste for you, um, uh-huh. I think, you know, many have that. Um, and it's based on their experiences with sales. What? What? Why do you think that is?
0: Well, I think we have this, you know, negative connotation of sales. A used car sales feeling. Um, I think that... Uh, the sales role is just it, it instantly, it, you feel triggered. Like, oh, I'm being sold something.
1: Some um, people don't like to be sold is what you're saying. Yeah. I'm, and so as the national director of leasing, so you spend a fair amount of time training, focused with the the leasing team?
0: Absolutely. So I focus in on about 50 leasing professionals uh, during their onboarding uh, phase, we have a sales workshop. So we host a monthly workshop for our new team members during this onboarding process. And then a learning path has been thoughtfully created for our learners. And this is a mix between LMS courses and our courses that we have produced ourselves. And then around the learning or the middle of that learning path, our team members will take our sales workshop. And then this workshop is an opportunity to practice those soft sales skills.
1: So is is there... Are there others on your team or you're doing all of this yourself?
0: I'm doing all of the workshops. So once a month, we'll, we'll do a workshop. And then on Wednesdays, we've been hosting, I facilitate a Wednesday mastermind and that's in three time zones. So I'm out in Denver. So I'm in the mountain time zone. So I start work um, at 7 a.m. to join uh, Eastern folks. And then we also have a central time zone call as well. And these facilitations um, we've really leaned into trying to create the best customer experience possible. So we believe the only way to accomplish this is by what we call getting the customer story or getting to know our customers so that we can be of service to them.
1: So, so you no have these masterminds if, every Wednesday. It's all of leasing across not your every
0: Wednesday. It's not oh. every Wednesday. It's, okay, every <laughs> it's every other a couple week. times a month. Yeah, okay. absolutely. All of leasing. Uh, we get together, like I said, three different calls. So we get... Um, different things come out of each call in each time zone. We'll head into a different um, path. So no matter what step in the sales cycle, our prospects and residents are coming into our offices with the weight of the world on their shoulders. And they don't know what they want. They have fear and uncertainty of the future. And I recently heard that uncertainty, which is fear, and it's just a lack of information. So we want our leasing professionals to be the vessels of information. To make- so
1: uh, on these calls, is, it, is this you collecting like feedback from the on site teams? Absolutely,
0: it's a conversation. So typically, the call will start off with posing two questions, right? Maybe they took something from the last mastermind as well, telephone skills. So we'll say, hey, you know, after you listen to your telephone call um, in our in Entrata, you know, what's the, what's the feedback? Were you able to connect with your customer? better because of that experience because of what um these new soft skills that we practiced together are you able to better serve that customer
1: so it's interesting in the tech world there's there's a company called gong which is this ai tool for recording conversations and then you can create filters so let's say you wanted to listen to calls at a specific property that when they ask for a three bedroom so it will create this filter this report and be like, okay, here are the 10 calls this week where somebody discussed said the word three bedroom or and then you could dive right into that. So we have these calls once a week um with all the managers we do pricing and um and then sometimes we'll come on the call, oh, what are people saying when they're asking for a three bedroom? So it, it's not fair and it's not accurate to, you know, expect a property manager to know exactly what was said on that. But a tool like this, and there are a few who are creating them specifically for multifamily, um where you could dive in and be like, okay, this week we had 10 calls. We could see this on the dashboard in this filter that asked for a three bedroom. I mean, you could learn a lot of cool things. Like let's say, you wanted to create like a filter of like some, anytime somebody cursed on the phone. Right. So then, okay, here's a filter of all the time somebody cursed. And then we could dive in and see that. Is it, is it the leasing team that that's cursing? Is it the resident (laughs) that's cursing? And if it is the person who's cursing, you know, what caused that and and how was that handled? And so I think there's a lot of really cool things. I'm, um, I think mystery shops are are not the way of the future. I wasn't ever really a big fan of them um, but I think using these kind of tools to really dive in and, and to understand what's happening like if you record all the conversations, nobody's going in there and listening to all of those and well maybe
0: absolutely no, they are not <laughs> they are not um, you know and our prospects don't care what technology we have, although I hope that they think that the AI um, that we just implemented a couple of weeks ago is super cool and um, some of the products that um, that are out there, but they really just care about getting the relief and finding their next home and community so they can finally relax.
1: Yeah. So it, when it comes to, to leasing um, and typically sale, I mean, my rule, two rules for, you know, so my role, I'm the director of leasing and marketing. We're, we're a much smaller company. Um, but we do some similar things we do have weekly calls and you know connect with the team and get feedback from them um and then you know we do these we're trying to do a quarterly trainings for focused on sales skills and and my two rules is you know show up and don't stink and as as i un- you know unpack that show up is you know how do you present yourself or do you sound like you don't want to be there? do you sound like you just woke up um you know so how you sound and how you look. Is, how, is is a big part of how you show up, and then smell is an interesting sense where you know you could look at something and have no opinion on it. You know, you could look at a piece of furniture and be like, I don't know if I like that or I don't like that. Sure, but, um, smell. It's hard to not make a decision if you like it or not, and it happens. I think subconsciously. Very
0: true. Very true, and to have a strong reaction.
1: And so I think with, with sales and with leasing, everything that the leasing specialist says or, and and does will, the the prospect is going to make this decision if it stinks or not.
0: Absolutely. Oh, I love that. Thank you for sharing.
1: And so I, I think it's, it's very, very cool and very interesting that, you know, that you're, you're meeting, uh, with folks on a regular basis and, and getting feedback. Um, I think that there is often a very big disconnect from, corporate and certain people who are making decisions based on just looking at numbers and then actually what's happening.
0: I, I agree. Uh, one of my favorite things to do is just, is to go up, go out to site and um, to put myself into the leasing role shoes. Once again, um, I thank you for having me on today. It was a good reflection of when I first started leasing um, and, you know, everything that is abs- that has changed over the years, but the the basics are still there. Um, you know, it's about that, that helping our customer.
1: Yeah. And, 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 the truth is we, we all are in sales, you know, we have to, to drive decisions internally or externally, whatever they might be. And you think about it, the people who are very pushy, you know, and create this urgency and this pressure and it doesn't usually work well. It doesn't, it stinks right? It doesn't make us feel good. It it, (laughs) does stink. No prospect wants to be, like you said, you're making a very big decision and it could be very stressful. The last thing that Mm -hmm. that person wants is to feel pressured into.
0: Absolutely. Folks are coming in with all kinds of reasons for moving divorce, natural disasters, death are just a few. Uh, We train our team. There are some
1: happy reasons why people are moving. There (laughs) are. And
0: those are easy though. That's a nice problem to have, right? Uh, folks are coming in with all kinds of reasons, you know? So we just want to keep the language um, simple and supportive. And so we'll just keep it quite simple. And we say, let me help make this a smooth transition for you.
1: Um, Yeah, I like that. And I like that you're giving that guidance. Um, Before we wrap up, a quick question. So you're dealing with, you know, at least 50 leasing folks and you're in a lot of different markets. Um, I would imagine over time, you kind of, get your own sense or your data shows you of the different qualities of what makes a good leasing specialist. Do you then take that information and go back to recruiting? I'm I'm assuming you're not involved in recruiting or or the hiring process. Correct me if I'm wrong, but then do you go to those or you yourself and say, Hey, we need to be looking for either these personality types. These are certain characteristic types. These are the, the profile of what we.
0: Absolutely. So I, when I first started in this role, I was a lot more involved um, in that process, we administer an assessment pre-employment, uh, that we also will pull up in our coaching sessions with our leasing professionals that say, Hey, we identified this, you know, back a long time ago, let's revisit this. And, um, you know, just that touch base opportunity. And, and it all happens in the coaching sessions.
1: What's the assessment that you use?
0: The assessment that we use is, is a disc. PDX. One it's, more time. It's, it's a PDX, PDX assessment.
1: Okay. Is it quick? No. Okay. no,
0: No, it is not quick. I took the assessment myself, and I was sweating. I'm looking for <laughs> a, a lot, so a- I wanted to definitely put myself in their shoes, and so I Smart. did that experience. Um, and then, of course, um, there becomes a profile, and we watch the KPIs and the KPIs sometimes um you know really match that profile that candidate's profile so we do um and we've we've found um we've gotten a lot of team members in the last couple of years come over from the hospitality industry um which uh is really fantastic that we've been able to you know kind of identify a new opportunity Uh, but i'm a lot less involved in that hiring process because our people operations team has grown so much um, and they're able to fully support that, those efforts.
1: Excellent. Uh, so we, we end with some, I guess you could say random questions. Um, what would you say is your favorite part of your job?
0: My favorite part of the, my job is every morning I huddle with, well, actually now we, we're only down to a couple days a week, um, but it used to be every morning I huddle with my marketing team, which is in Aventura, Florida um, at 7 a.m. And so they are, they bring the sunshine. Um, And they're all
1: based in corporate. So that's a favorite part because you like those people and you like that little touch point.
0: Absolutely. I like to see them every single day.
1: Excellent. Uh, What is a place that you like to travel to?
0: Uh, Well, my sister lives in Thailand. uh, So I have not seen her, you know, since before COVID. So I would like to go back and visit her there first, but I'm going to do a quick stop. To snowboard in Japan first.
1: Snowboard in Japan and then visit Thailand. Um, you can ride the elephants there.
0: No, I'm not going to ride the cliche? elephants. Um, but I would definitely. There's like an elephant sanctuary that I'd like to visit as well.
1: And James is it, Bond
0: Island is a favorite of there's mine. There's a place
1: called James Bond Island.
0: Yes, it's fantastic.
1: And what is a purchase you've made in the last 12 months that you recommend?
0: Oh, I've got a lot that I don't recommend. Um, <laughs> in the last twelve months, I, I bought a home.
1: Well, good for you. Yeah. In Denver. Yes. Excellent. Well.
0: is where you're from.
1: Yes, I, I born and raised.
0: Oh, that's fantastic.
1: Thank you for joining us.
0: Thank you.